Welcome to the Modenate Yarn Podcast. In each episode, Annie Modisette or Kathleen Pascuzzi, or both of us, will chat with some cool person from the knitting world, someone you may have heard of, or perhaps just someone down the street who we think you'd enjoy meeting. Our fourth podcast is with one of our favorite designers, teachers, and tech editors, Kate Atherley. Kate is sheer delight. Such a wonderful woman to sit down with and have a nice chat and a comfortable knit. So the best thing you can do to enjoy this podcast is to pour yourself a cup of tea or a glass of iced tea, pick up your needles, and hear what three words make Kate's blood boil. Hint, it's not, I love you. The clicking sound you hear in the background is actually Annie and Kate knitting during the recording. Sorry for the extra audio tick. Chocolate soy milk and then you warm out the microwave. Chocolate soy milk, they have that downstairs? Yeah, it's practically hot chocolate. Oh my god, that's fabulous. Yeah, we, chocolate soy milk down there? Yeah, they have. How they, do I miss that? They have a little there's, cooler. There's a little cooler. Oh, that's how I miss that. And there's regular milk and then there's. Because I don't milk. drink regular milk anymore. So, so yeah, oh. they've got regular and chocolate soy milk. See, I got the regular milk this morning for my oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they make oatmeal with water, that's gross. That is it is gross. gross. It's yeah, awful. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah. I so. actually have been eating eggs with salsa on them and it's kind of the eggs with salsa is great, yeah. actually. I like that, too. So. I'm going to have spinach omelet tomorrow. I've already planned this out. Nice. You can get bacon back there, too. Really? Yeah, that's where they have it. There's a sign today. Yeah. It wasn't bacon. a sign yesterday. No. The, um, it says if you want bacon, you have to ask at that counter. If you have the bacon. The breakfasts are good. They are nice. I really like this hotel. I could yeah. live here for, like, six months. So it would be fine with yeah, me. It's fine. Yeah. yeah it's I could live here. The coffee is... Well, yeah. yeah, the coffee is. Mm-hmm. The coffee isn't good, but. But I'm a tea drinker, so. Ah, fair yeah. enough. So, exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm a tea drinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so. that's the Embassy Suites in Loveland that we are so enraptured with. Yes, yes. that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Just yes. throw that out there because yeah. people are going to say, what yes, is exactly. the hotel? What hotel could you live at? Yes, exactly. Yes. It's not the Motel 6. Yes, that's exactly. the one I could live at. Everybody knows I steal things off the breakfast buffet now, so yes. Well, I'll, any of this you really want to take out, I'll take out. Seriously. Yeah. Honest to Pete. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, yeah. I, I um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a good editor. Damn it. Yes. Yes, that's true. Damn it. But I really want to direct. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, it's okay because you know I'll just I'll you know I'll just run off with one of those bins of yarn. Would it's you fun. like? I like, well, I, I, as Shoes. witnessed by the scarf that I am wearing on oh, Yes, and nice I told scarf. many people today, I'm like, do you know who Kate Atherley is? Find her, because she was wearing oh, a scarf knit out of her yarn. Thank you. So, Kate. Yes. Atherley? Yes. Atherley. Atherley. I say Atherley. I was corrected I once. I say Atherley. By who? I was corrected by a, a know-it-all who told me, no, it's Atherley. Interesting. And I said, no, I think you're well, wrong. Perhaps a no most, but not all. Possibly. <laughs> It's a, it is a funny name. I will give people that. It's, it's such absolutely. a British name. Well, because it, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I discovered recently, like in the last couple of years? My last name is Modisette, mm-hmm. and that's how it's spelled. And a bunch of, you know, hoot nannies yeah. in West Virginia. That's my people. But it actually comes from Mothershed, which in England it's, they pronounce without pronouncing the H's. So they say Mutterset, oh, which is Modisette. Yes. So, Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently, some motorsets came over and were illiterate, mm. and that thus began our journey. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to, every story I tell to end with, and thus began our journey. You you have the power to change that. That's right. Exactly. Okay. So, yes. so do you like Katie, Kate, Catherine, Kate, Kate? I am a Catherine. You are a Catherine. Okay. I was going to ask that because I am a Kathleen. Yes. But I like to go by Kathleen. Well, and that's my challenge, too. I love Catherine. I think right. it's a lovely name. But the problem is that people like to shorten names. Yes. They do. And I, I knew a Kathy, and I'm not her. It's not that I dislike the name right. Kathy. It's just it's not my name. The name right. belongs to someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I've never thought of myself as a Kathy. So I, Kate is simpler than... Right. Than, you know, and Mum always called me Kate. You know, that's the name at home, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. What's your mom's name? My mom is Audrey. (gasps) What a beautiful name. Oh, heavens. That's a great name. She wears it well, I think. That beats my mother's name to hell. Which is? Mabel. Mabel. I like Mabel. (laughs) She's classic and lovely. Classic and lovely. It's what it is. It is what it is. Yes. So, so Kate. Kate, Kate, the wonderful date. 
You are the best tech editor I've ever worked with in my life. Well, thank you. And Period. I, that means an awful lot to me. Thank I don't know if it should mean that much, because I'm just not... I'm hella. I'm, I'm hell on wheels. <laughs> but... But when I you, survived. Yeah, yes. when you tech edited my stuff, I just, I felt like, I felt like, you know that TV show, that 70s show, mm-hmm. and how the father was always trying to work on his car, mm-hmm. and he'd try to get his kids to hold the, the flashlight, and they'd always say, like, you know, swear at them because they couldn't, and then one day, the one girl held it, and it was like, the angel sang, and there was a wind, and, you know, that's how I felt when you edited well, thank my, you. Thank it was you. really good. It's a huge good. compliment. It's a huge well, it was, compliment. Well, it's, so, yeah. it's, you know, because you, you get a real complex after a while, like, mm. am I really so stupid? It's hard to be edited. It really is. Yeah, it's it really hard to is. be edited, and I think the challenge is that where different publications have different styles, yeah, and different editors have different styles, and different people have different expectations, and... The way you write patterns is for people who have a degree of knowledge already. Yeah. And so that demands a degree of knowledge in the editor, too. Yeah. And it demands a certain approach. And so I enjoyed the challenge of your patterns. I like that. And you do interesting stuff. And for me, I was talking to someone today about tech editing, and she wanted to know how to become a tech editor. And I said, if you, do you like number puzzles? Yeah. <laughs> do you solve puzzles for fun? Yeah. Because um, that's what a lot of it is. And then not just about number puzzles, but about the puzzles. Because you're virtually having to knit through this thing in your head, right? So yeah, you need exactly. to... Exactly. Yeah, you need to be able to think through this thing. And so this woman said that she absolutely does, you know, number puzzles for fun. So there's hope for her. I think Good. she shows promise. Um, and I I adore that aspect yeah. of, of the tech editing and your patterns are well thought out and you've got a a consistent language and a consistent way of thinking through things and you have a distinctive style but yeah. it's a coherent style and I well, really like that. I I feel like patterns should have their own style. I think that I I mean editors did not try to make Faulkner sound like Dorothy Parker. Right. You know, exactly. and I think I think pattern writers at their best, should have a distinctive style. I think so too. I think so you know, because I look for that when I look at a pattern. I look yeah. for someone that, that speaks to me. Yep. Um, but anyway, when you define yourself, is it tech editor first, teacher first? What is it? You know, I haven't sorted that out. I really yeah. should. I really no, should no, figure well, it no, out. No, I don't think you should. I think yeah. that you should do what you like. Yeah, right? exactly. And I love all of these things equally. Yeah. And I think they all feed each other, and I couldn't give up one. And I couldn't do one full time. Right. So, like, if it was Sophie's choice and a Nazi was like, you can tech edit or you can. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to you'd say, I'd go I, back and yeah. get a day job or something. Take yes. me, <laughs> don't take my tech edit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Exactly. It was really inappropriate. I would. It? No, it's good. It's good. You know. Um, but it's for me the teaching informs the pattern writing and the designing yeah. and the tech editing because it's the questions people ask me. Exactly. That make me understand what people struggle with and don't understand exactly. And so it's really important to me that I stay in touch with less experienced knitters Mm -hmm. and newer knitters and people who don't know things. And it's the people who don't know things, their questions are the most important to me. Right. Because they say, well, what does it mean when you say such and such? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, we take that for granted. Mm-hmm. Classic example is yarn over. Yes. It's it's a fantastic example of a terrible stitch name. Yes. Because the name is not what you do. Right. I mean, it is. Yeah. And yet it's not. Yeah. And so it, you have to be reminded, but we all know what to do with the yarn over. I exactly. say yarn over and it's fine. Yeah. We all know what to do. Right. But you have to see someone say, ha, huh, I put the yarn over the needle and that's not what they meant. To right. be reminded that that's a terrible way to describe that I, I just had that in my class today you know someone was like I don't really know what a yarn over is and I, I show them mm. my take on a yarn over and and the thing about knitting I feel like all of us are like picking it up in the streets mm. in, on some level you yeah. know so yeah. we all have like our different yeah you know, and it's a bit filthy and it's yeah. a, a little yeah. bit you know yeah, yeah, yeah. street corners and yeah, 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 yeah uni yang up there with the dice yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. kitchen pennies um, <laughs> pitching stitch markers, but, um, so this person, what I said to her, and this is what I say to most people, I say the way I work a yarn over is I wrap the yarn around the needle the way I wrap it when I knit, unless I'm coming right off of a, a purl stitch and then I'll wrap it the way I wrap the purl if I wrap my purl differently. 
How's that for making your head explode? Nice. I wrap nice. Yeah. So that's what I told her, and she she seemed she she quieted down. That's that's how I can tell if I've done a good job if they shut up. <laughs> no, quiet. I'm <laughs> Crying, you know, because exactly. there's good yeah. quiet and there's bad quiet in a knitting class. It's like, are you silently weeping or anything? No, we're right. Okay, we're good. But I, as I'm knitting, because I'm working on a sock, because yeah. of course I'm working on and a sock. And your sock is, it's rainbowlicious. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. Fabulous. It's really good. I, I've taken this with me to a few events, and in some ways it's a mistake because it's a very small dyer out of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And she does. She, yeah, she works out of her kitchen, and she's a lovely young woman, <laughs> and it, everybody wants it, and she does such short runs. But it's right. so beautiful. It's a right. vibrant rainbow self-striping. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. gorgeous. So she's by the name of Blueberry Pie Studios. Oh, oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. 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 And she's a math teacher. She was a math teacher. So nice. Course, nice. Love the math teachers. But yeah, so she's got these perfect kind of six round stripes and yep. this particular colorway is called my box of crayons oh, oh because she has a young son and mm-hmm. so yes but yeah so it's fun it's I, thought, fun. I thought it was like going to be sock pride or something you sock pride it could be yeah but sock yeah it's they're yeah. just a lovely lovely fun rainbow and when you wear as much black as I do, it's nice to wear colorful socks. Well, that's the whole yeah. point of wearing black is you can throw a knitted shawl on. Exactly. I mean, it's I wear true. a lot of black when I teach because I can just put something on yeah, and show off a technique. Yep, absolutely. So, yes, yeah, so this okay. one's fun. Why can't I find the pattern I'm actually knitting so I can check it? I've pulled three patterns out of my bag. None of them are the right one. <laughs> it's, it's in here. So you live in Toronto. I do. So you have yes. a whole different television sensibility because you... Do you, do you get U.S. shows there? You get a lot Some of them? of them, yeah. We get yeah. a lot of them, yeah. yeah. What, so, yes. what, what do you like? What do you like to watch? Do you, are you a TV watcher? Oh, yeah. But okay. You know what? Like many knitters, I'm a massive TV watcher. Well, so, thank God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. What are we watching yeah. at the moment? Just yeah. about finished the last season of Call the Midwife, which is lovely. Oh, it's the best, isn't Love it? The did you, qu- are you at the end yet or not? No, not quite. I'm not going to spoil it then, no, but no, it's a I'm lovely, lovely, okay, good. sad, okay. heartbreaking <laughs> But lovely. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, I well, and I held off with Call the Midwife for so long because I was afraid it was going to be a bit twee, but it's not oh, twee it's in good. the least. It is so it's really good. not twee in the least. It's lovely. Uh, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah. Uh, we watch... Um, we just watched Agent Carter. We finished Agent Carter, which is uh-huh. good. We watch Agent mm-hmm. Shield. I have mixed feelings about yeah. Agent Shield. It's okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else we watch. Of course, I'm blanking. Um... Uh, do you do you watch any like the, the zombie stuff like the you know? No, we don't. We actually yeah. don't watch. Well, you don't have to because no. you're so. And we're not. We're not. We're sci-fi watchers, but we're not fantasy watchers. Okay. Like mm-hmm. we watched three episodes of Game of Thrones and broke up with it. I just couldn't. Yeah. Deal. I just couldn't deal. It's a lot of boobs. It's, yeah, it's like really kind of. It's more violent and. It's it's a lot I, of boobs and a lot of blood. Lot of, yeah. 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 Um. Not in the entertaining way. You know what we are watching right now is The Night Manager, and it comes on That's US television soon. It's so great. I actually am watching it on British TV, yeah, so yeah, I'm up where you are. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Isn't that amazing? Oh, it's great. I'm it's sorry. So, so, so good. Well, he's it's, fantastic. He's fantastic. Yeah. And you have eye candy, and you have the best actor, I think, in the world, yeah. which is House. Yes. Hugh Laurie. is the, amazing. The settings are great. The settings are great. The costumes, I love them. I love the American chick. Love her. Yeah, she's great. She's I just, great. I love, I love it. And I'm yeah. so glad to see it's going to be on US TV. Yeah, 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 it's good. Because it's uh, damn good. Yeah, I do like Outlander. Total guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very enjoyable. It is. And they have done a beautiful job with it. Really. Yeah, just, it's just, so they, have you read the books? I read, the, you know what, I watched the first season and then went back and read the first book. Okay. So I hadn't read any of the other books. So yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Um, I will watch anything where someone gets murdered before the opening credits. Okay, and good people to know. Sta- people stand around in bad suits and talk about it. Okay. I will watch So like it. any of that CSI crap. Yes, CSI, Lord Order. Like, Fabulous. Yes, yeah, someone gets murdered before the opening credits, I am there. Cause it's, because it's formulaic, yeah. it's great knitting television. It really right? is. Yes. I feel that way too. And especially for CSI, you don't have to watch the autopsies because they're gross. Oh, so I just yeah. look at my knitting. Okay. Um, and but yeah, any of the English detective shows are fantastic. I, yeah. um, I'm excited about season two of Happy Valley. I haven't got to it yet, but everybody's uh-huh. saying it's really, really good. Um, but yeah, Elementary. Really like Elementary. elementary it's, it's not good. bad. It's not it's bad good. at all. Um, Do you? Uh, let's see. What's there's a Danish one right now that's called uh, Follow the Money. 
Ooh, I haven't that's seen that very one. good. Okay. De- although it's very hard to watch those international shows because mm-hmm. you have to read. And it's hard to read and knit. Yeah, it is. My husband has learned. Yeah. Um, is your knitting subtitle appropriate? Exactly. Very said. good. That's yeah, a good, good question. Very good that way. That having been said, so if you've got something that's subtitle appropriate, there's an Icelandic film called Rams, mm-hmm. which everybody must see. Excellent. Uh, so it's on demand now. It was at a couple of film festivals. And A-R-A-M-S? No, just Rams. R-A-M-S, oh. like, as in okay. sheep, you know. Oh. And it's full of... It's about two estranged brothers who are both sheep farmers, mm-hmm. and they have to deal with a crisis, a sheep-related crisis. And that sounds like something every knitter should want. Yeah, it's dry, and it's funny, and it's interesting, and it's moving, and it's full of beautiful Icelandic scenery, mm-hmm. and... and um, but what's a sheep? And what's so great about it was, and I actually made my husband stop it, we were watching the film... And there's, there's one scene in a restaurant. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Can we stop that? I'm used to being in an environment, as you you guys are, yeah. where 75% of the people sur- around you are wearing hand knits, right? Like right. We're, yeah. here, we're right. used right. to it yeah. today, right? right. Yep. Okay. This is a movie that is not about knitting. And in this scene, 75% yeah. of the people are wearing hand knits because it's Iceland. Have, yes. have you been to Iceland? You no, been? I'm oh, desperate to go. Ev- go. Everybody's been to Iceland. Even my school teacher brother now has oh. been to Iceland. But yeah, so it's like, wait, 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 stop the movie. I need to look at the sweaters. Yeah. Um, so Rams is lovely. Rams is great. Really, yeah. really, really enjoyed that. Um, There's a, a, a TV show. It, it's another foreign language TV show uh, called... Um, uh, isolated trapped. It's called trapped, and it's Ooh, okay. it's set in Iceland. Okay, and it's a murder mystery. It's about a small village where a murder happens, but no one can get out because they're trapped. Oh, you know, okay. it's in right. the, the okay. snow in the mountain, whatever. Perfect. And you would love it. It's really, really good. And one of my favorite parts of it, aside from the fact that everybody's wearing a sweater, yeah, everybody, yeah, like the dogs, um, is that there are these two African girls who are on this um ship and they are being transported as sex slips it's very sad mm-hmm. and so this icelandic officer this woman cop finds them and brings them back to her house and her husband mm-hmm. you know they're, they're kind of they're not really adopting them but they're just taking care of them yeah and so like the first scene where they're settling into their new lives they both have like these huge sweaters on and it's <laughs> so funny it's nice. just like oh they really do fit in now yeah nice. <laughs> it's beautiful nice. i love so, that yeah, no, it was good it was really good yeah i'm very keen to go to iceland but yeah, I, yeah, let's see, what was on my, I brought TV with me. So, yeah, Call the Midwife. Um, I was on the plane and I watched, um, I watched an episode of Nigella, because cooking television is good for Nigella as well. Nigella's great. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She's great. Um, I, I love yeah. her latest series, it really... Yeah, this was an episode of that. Of it, I, I, I watch yeah. it, I want to go make, you know, whatever it is she's cooking. Yeah, I just want to go in the kitchen and make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because we'll look sexy like her when we cook like her. Right? I already right. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, take that. Yes, but um, take that, Nigella Lawson. Yes, yeah. I'm trying to think what else we're watching. We um, there's a show. It's not currently running, but there's a show we were like a comedy show called You're the Worst, which is a romantic comedy about two terrible people. They're both it. horrible people, and it's hilarious. Is it? Um, well, what's great about it is the first ep- the first season is really light and funny, and they're just terrible people, and they hook up, and there's this one night stand, and they have this kind of terrible relationship, and they're right. not sure if they want to be actually in a relationship or not. And the second season goes somewhere emotionally really interesting because she's struggling with depression oh so you find out why she is the worst yeah and it's it's really brave that's nice so they don't just make her one dimensional yeah it's real and it's true and it's hard and it's brave and it's funny I need to Um, look that up yeah it's called you're the worst so yeah really like that now have you seen any really good movies lately that you just adore um Rams Rams is great (laughs) well so I have a movie problem Well, in that, so my husband's a film critic, like he's a movie critic, so the last thing we're going to do on the weekend, on this Friday or Saturday night, is go see a movie, because he's already already seen them, and he spends his working life in movie theaters, so it seems mean to drag him there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I know he really, 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 really loves something, if he will actually go and see it with me in the theater, and we went to see Star Wars at Christmas time, so I was like, okay, he really likes this one. Um, so I catch up to stuff much later. 
Uh-huh. Um, so I'm desperately keen to see The Big Short. I really want to see that. Yeah, I want to see that I'm too. I'm dying to see that. It was on the plane on the way here, but I wasn't going to because I thought, you know what, it'll be edited and I want to see it That's true. on the big screen. Did you see Spotlight? Yes, loved Spotlight. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, That's one Spotlight. of those movies I've seen in a long yeah, time. Yeah, and it's, what I liked about Spotlight is it celebrated intelligence and problem solving and yeah. Good. And people making mistakes and then later saying, you know what, I, sh- I did that wrong. I should have done it better. Yeah. I, yeah. That's very refreshing because I was so afraid. There's a, a plot point in the movie where it's obvious that a mistake had been made several mm. years before. And instead of it being like this gotcha moment, like I was really afraid it was going to come out with, you know, Jacques, you were the one who screwed it up. It's just like a slow dawning on someone like, mm. oh, my God, I'm the one who did that. That I that that sucked. Yeah. yeah. And I exactly. really liked that yeah. gentle way of dealing with. You know, I screwed something up, and it's mm-hmm. this isn't going to be like a huge plot point. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I don't know what else I've seen recently. Um, Shaun the Sheep. Oh. Oh, Shaun the Sheep. Shaun the Sheep is great. So, are you familiar with the works of Ardman, like Wallace and Gromit? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, so yes. Shaun the Sheep. You mm-hmm. need to see Shaun the Sheep. Are you kidding? Sheep. Yeah. What, what, Chicken Run. One of yeah, my oh, children's so favorite great. movies ever. So great. Just so, so sh- funny. Shaun the Sheep is dialogue free. Really? But there are still actors in it because they're still doing voice work, but it's in grunts and there's a little bit of singing. funny. Yeah. That's really funny. I need to watch that. That's That's lovely. Um, Right up our alley. Still haven't got around to it, but Paddington's on my list as well. I'd like to see Paddington. Um, But yeah, I mean, I watch a lot of stuff, but again, as a knitter, you know, sometimes I want to watch stuff that I'm not specifically needing to engage with. I like cooking shows for that. Yeah. I yeah, really yeah, love yeah. a cooking show. Yeah. We, we, we've been watching MasterChef. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's great because I don't have to pay attention, you know, yeah. or like any of the, you know, Hell's Kitchen type stuff. It's yeah. just, well, someone's yelling at someone. I'll just keep knitting. Yeah. I'll just keep knitting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Bob's Burgers is good. Oh, my daughter loves that. Yeah. I like her favorite show ever. Oh, Brooklyn really? Nine-Nine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and it's growing on me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like it at first and now I think it's kind of funny. I didn't like it at first because Andy Samberg smirks the entire time. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to smack him a bit, but now it works yeah. for the yeah. part. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, one of the characters oh, Better Call Saul because we loved Breaking Bad oh Better Call Saul is fantastic I can't get into that I tried okay. I think it's just it's an acquired thing I think you know? yeah it's also not easy watching it isn't it's not it isn't. easy watching no. and I have a rule about movies or TV shows I don't like to watch movies with men who sweat okay fair enough okay. Okay. that's, that's yeah, no, just my okay. rule it's you know it's a silly rule but it makes me happy yeah, no, I understand. so that, that cuts out like any of those southern detective shows because someone's yeah. sweating yeah, all the time, yeah, yeah. and I just I'm turned it off. Yeah, what was the one that was the really terrible? It was supposed to be really good. Oh, True Detective. They were all sweating. Yes, I it know. Was so oh bad. my god, it was, it was so, so bad. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it was terrible. I was like, really, this? And they were sweaty. And they were sweaty. Yeah. And they just kept going around and around and around in a big circle. I'm like, stop it, guys. So I, okay, so I take it back. <clears throat> I don't watch everything with murder in it, but I watch a lot right. of murder shows. So. Now. One of the actors in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, his wife used to be my knitting buddy back in New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, She's lovely. She's like the nicest person. I actually knitted a dress for her and she wore it to the Oscars. Wow. I'm sorry, she wore it to the the Emmys. The Emmys. Still? Yeah. Still, that's pretty cool. It was. It was really great. Nice. Nice. I think he plays the the, um, chief, um, Andre Brower. Yes. Oh, he's fantastic. He's so he's, great. He's, he's a wonderful actor. I yeah. actually worked with him before he married his wife. Like a long time ago, he was in a production of Othello. He played Iago. It was oh. amazing casting. And um, I was one of the showrunners on it. I was just like, you know, one of the wardrobe people. Mm-hmm. But it was, he was, it was so funny because I remember him that summer being the most exceptional actor and, you know, yeah, yeah, good guy. Yeah. But also really kind of sad. You know, just, just like something kind of mm. empty. And I was talking later to his, his wife, who became my friend. She goes, oh, that was the summer that we kind of broke up a little bit before we got together. Aww. And I was like, well, he really was sad. Aww. He missed you a lot. Sweet. <laughs> so that felt nice. nice. Yeah, no, he's, he's amazing. Because we watched um, Homicide. Oh, he, so he she was in that. She played his wife, the one who was pregnant. Oh. And then she went into labor at that party. That was his real wife. Oh. 
that's neat. Yeah, okay. Amy, her name is Amy Brabson. Okay. She's nice. very, very good actor. Yeah, because we watched The Homicide before we watched The Wire. Yeah, The Wire, I got through uh, like three seasons of it, and I want to continue, but it became too overwhelming for me. It is. It's really hard Very watching. overwhelming. It's really hard yeah, watching that. So I had to put it aside. We could only watch one episode a night, because otherwise it would just be too much. Exactly. And different people react differently to different seasons. I know a number of people who found the school season very hard. Yeah. My husband, being a trained journalist, found the journalism season right. really difficult because right. he was just so angry about the fabulism. But yeah, it's. Um, it's I good. just finished watching a TV show, and I think it's probably it will probably end up being on Canadian and American TV at some point. And it's called Thirteen, hmm. and it's about a girl who was kidnapped when she was thirteen and held for thirteen years, and then she escaped. Whoa! Okay. So and and it, it's an amazing premise, right? It's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. But from the minute, you know, like the, it, it begins with her walking out of the house yeah. and realizing that she's free and running to the police station. And then it's everything that happens after that. But the way the police interact with her, the way her family interacts with her, I found so unbelievable and so difficult to work through. Like the police, mm. there was a male, female, you know, cop mm. thing assigned to her. And the guy cop was like trying to be friendly with her. And the female cop was just like from the get go was like, how are you involved with this? You, you couldn't, you could have gotten away. You didn't try to get away. It was just like so antagonistic. Mm. And I was like, this, I don't think this is how police would really work. Mm. And this just seems like a really bad U.S. cop drama where someone's always, and just, you know, being mm. a dick for no reason. Yeah. And it made me sad because I think this had such potential mm. to be a really amazing, yeah, it, was like, it was like six parts, you know, it was, it was long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just, it, I just, at the end I felt empty when it was done. I was mm. like, well, I don't believe a word of that. No, it's hard. Because it would have been much more interesting if they would have taken a more psychological tact, mm. you know, and would have yeah. really investigated what was going on. And But it was like, no one did. You know, no one did. Mm. Wasted opportunity. It really yeah. was. I thought yeah. it was really wasted. And it's the kind of thing where... I watch it, and like True Detective, I feel like there are going to be people who see it and are going to be like, this is amazing, I'm blown away. And then I will feel like a jerk for not liking it. I think that some people are seduced by... High production s- values. High production values or serious self-seriousness. Yes, yes. Because I, I do feel like with True Detective, a lot of people are like, well, I'm supposed to like it because it's... It's so self-important. Yeah, it was, and it was just... No, so, oh, my yeah. goodness. But yeah, I'd rather watch... You know, Bob's Burgers, which is ridiculous and has terrible burger-related puns, you know, in yeah. it, yes. than something that's quite so self-serious. So, right. Uh, so, yeah. so, aside from the socks you're working on, yes. do you have any, like, major projects that Yeah, you're... well, I brought three with me, Well, uh, depending on what I wanted to work on. <laughs> so, I'm actually working on a follow-up to the sock book, and it's all about mittens and gloves. Lovely. Oh, oh yay. And it's going to be a similar principle in that it's going to be, I'm going to have vanilla patterns, multiple sizes and multiple gauges. That's so there'll brilliant. be a, a plain mitten with like with the options. So there'll be a full mitten or a fingerless variant. Exactly. So there's going to be a glove with variants for obviously open fingers and flip tops and stuff. That is really needed right and now. So multiple Amazing. sizes, multiple yeah. gauges, mm-hmm. and then I will have some patterned ones to go with it as Excellent. well. So, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So well, let us that. know so, if you... So I've got... Not any kind of yarn. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm working on a mitten right now, and I've snookered myself because I need to do some thinking about planning the placement of the gusset, and it's just not... It's not sociable knitting. Yeah. So, um, but it's this all-over twisted cable pattern, which is kind of cool, so I have to sort of do the increases. Oh, that's really pretty. Between. Is that Madeline Tosh? No, this is actually Canadian yarn called Sweet Fiber. Oh, it's really It's got pretty. some Mad Toshy qualities yeah, to it. Yeah, it does, it does. That that has that squeezed look. Yeah. Very pretty. That's very beautiful. So yeah, so it's a lovely, lovely yarn. Well the color really shows off the cable. Yep. It's, yeah, it's it just does. a really beautiful green. It's got a lot of depth to it. It does, it does. It's sort of got a bit of black to it almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody asked if it had um, possum in it, because it's got that sort of the way possum takes the halo, color. Yeah, yeah, the halo. yeah. Sort of the darker halo and the lighter yarn. But yeah. yeah. So I just need to think through my gusset increases. Well, it's, it's stunning, and I can't wait yeah, to see. Lovely. Thank you. So yeah, but so the, yeah, the follow up, the follow up book, and again, just making it flexible for people because these these are basic items: socks and mittens and gloves. Yep. And a lot of the time, people want the vanilla ones. They want the complicated pattern ones. Yeah, I would love a vanilla one. I have a Annie dyed me a skein of our sparkle yarn, our oh. mode star that we're trying, and it's. You know, my favorite colors. Nice. And I have been searching for just like, I want to do 
oversized fingerless mitts for myself. Hmm. I'm having a hard time finding just a plain one. Everything is pretty and cabled, mm. but I just want to plain. We can plain. talk. You can email me. Yes. <laughs> we'll figure something out. You could be a tester. But yeah, so but that's what I'm doing. So the same kind of thing and just here's the vanilla. Because that's it, the other thing is mittens are a stash buster, right? Mittens oh, are yeah. great. Yeah. And mittens great. are, uh, I've got this yarn. I'm not sure what it is, but I'll just use it because you don't need a lot of yardage. So right. hopefully this will enable people to. I think mittens are going to be the next sock. I yeah. Think, yeah. I think it's going to be a so. huge yeah. mitten movement. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I personally, because I am a hillbilly and I was raised by hillbillies, don't wear socks. I know, I know. It's it's heresy. And I mean, I have them, and sometimes I do put them on. After all, I do live in Minnesota, so yeah, there's true. two or three days of the year I'll put socks on. But usually, I'm sockless. Like sixty below. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Maybe that, yeah, that's yeah. it. Take me yeah. out the garbage. I'll put a sock on, <laughs> but only one. But you know, so but mittens. I I live my life in mittens and gloves. Yeah. Yeah, I love. Yeah. I have to protect these. These. The, yeah, my hands can... are my gold. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do wear a lot of socks. I am. Um, I also wear. I do wear a lot of mittens and living. In Toronto, it's not Minnesota cold, but it's still pretty cold. Oh, it's pretty cold. Yeah. It's pretty pretty cold. And I also suffer from something called Raynaud's. Oh, Raynaud's syndrome. Yeah, which is a circulatory disorder, which means that my hands and feet get very, very cold. So, for me, standard mittens actually aren't really all that warm because Mm. the wind blows through them and they're a single layer. So part of, and the bit that I've just finished writing actually is just strategies for actually making a hand-knit mitten warm enough for Toronto or Minnesota. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, and I, so I talk about double stranding and, you know, have stranding, for example, a, you know, lace weight silk mohair makes a much warmer mitten with a yeah. worsted weight than if you, you know, and these sorts of things and uh, color work, how that went, different types of strategies for linings and all sorts of things like that. So, um are you going to do any thrummed mittens? I have done a pair of thrummed mittens, yes. Nice. So, yeah, and I used um, Lisa Souza's nice. roving, which is which I had <clears> worked <throat> with before, so that was kind of fun. So, um, it's been fun. So, yeah, I've done a thrum pair. But the thrum pair really come out of the vanilla templates, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's just pick a bigger size, and then exactly. there's the recipe for thrumming. Um, and um, using them from silk hankies, too, which is sort of interesting. So that I, sounds amazing. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'd never knitted from a silk hanky before, so that's kind of. How did fun. you like it? It's good. It's fun. It's 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 fiddly like thrumming in that you know as a knitter first, and I'm not really a spinner. I'm used to just being able to pick things up and start working, right? Yeah. But you can't mm-hmm. do that with knitting from a silk hanky yeah, because you have exactly. to spin as you go. But it's lovely, and it's a nice way of playing with color too, because there's some interesting stuff. Like interesting things happen with a variegated color, right? Like because it comes out differently. Mm. So when the hanky is dyed, and you get these concentric circles, and then if you if you draft that for these long length of fibers, what you get is instead of a gradient or instead of a variegated, each strand of the resulting it's not yarn, but the mm-hmm. resulting thing that you work with right. has all of the colors running through it. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, sounds so it's beautiful. really pretty with the silk and the sheen and all of that. It sounds so like those, a... those crayons that are all different colors Yeah, exactly. It was very much like that, so yeah. that was kind of pretty. I sort of enjoyed that. And silk, really. I mean, who doesn't oh, work silk, with silk, silk, right? Yes. So, I yeah. would knit with silk every day of my life if I could. Yeah. Well, in fact, I think I, I will. I was going to say, aren't you knitting with silk right I'm now? I'm knitting with silk right now. <laughs> and what pretty silk it is, too. <laughs> yes, this, this is the Mode Lux, and it's a silk and merino blend. Oh, oh, so that's not rubbish, then. No, no. Oh, no. Far from it. Far from Ooh. it. But I have to knit swatches for my finishing class, because I uh, yes. didn't have swatches for my finishing class, and if I'm going to show people how to finish things, I have you to have something. You do sort of need some swatches. That's, that's very finished. pretty. And in a gradient, too. I like the gradient. Is that the worsted? This, yeah, this okay. is the worsted. We also have a DK, which I actually like a whole lot better. The DK is spun a little tighter, and mm-hmm. it's it's super washed, so you can wash it. And I just think it takes the color a little more deeply. So that would make nice mittens. That would. Let me that know would. what you want. I'll yeah. send it off to you, baby. Okay, cool. Nice. You just, nice. You you just call me. <clears throat> no, nice. actually, don't, don't call me. I can't talk on the phone. Yeah, no. <laughs> you just email me. Yes, exactly. Yes. 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 So... Canadian all your life? No, not at all, goodness, no. British and then Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yes, yes. Where, no, where from Britain? At Manchester. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. 
First time I ever went to England, I flew into Manchester. Me too. Really? I was Why searched. on earth? I was searched by by the the British version of TSA because I had my flight had stopped in Dublin and there was like, you know, people got on, people got off, and then we flew on over and I was um, it stopped at Shannon. And right. we flew on over and I was dressed really awful, like in jeans, and this was 1980. Okay. And I looked like a hoot nanny, because okay. I am. And you weren't wearing <laughs> socks, apparently. I probably, I'm probably sure probably I was not. not wearing socks. And when I went through the line, the woman said, what are you here for? And I said, I'm here to work. And she said, two million Britishers out of work. I think not. And I said, no, no, it's a program where British students and American students, is like a transfer, it's called BUNAC, and I have a card, and it allows me to work here. It's like my blue card. And she said, where is this card? And I'm like, well, it's in my luggage. So I had to go to the little room and get searched because evidently I looked like I was a terrorist. Yes. Wow. I never heard that story. I, and I probably should not have yelled out the queen. That was Probably not. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That, and yeah. so that was in Manchester? That was in Manchester. That was okay. in 1980. Okay. Yeah. Um, we flew into Manchester because my, my grandfather's... Family, or it was from Bolton. And oh, good grief! Okay, Over yes, Holton, I Bolton. Yeah, I know it well. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's not where the my most glamorous, is from. glamorous parts of the world. I would have to say, <laughs> not the most glamorous, but yes. So, yeah. so, how old were you when you came over? Um, I, reasonably young. I came over with my parents. I um, I'm the youngest of six. Oh. And I was the only one that came over with them. They, uh, the boys were all older and stayed. So, really? Like, How yeah. interesting. Yeah. So they were all at that age where they were sort of in college. and So I finished high school in, the, in Canada and uh, in university. And uh, Did your parents come over for a job? Yeah, yeah, for work for Dad. He was at the University of Toronto. Oh, lovely. Very nice. So, yeah. So. Dad, did you find it really hard to acclimate? Was it just... You know, culture shock? Or? Yeah, absolutely. I think anywhere, and I was at the age where it's... When you're just trying to figure out who you are anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so yeah. Did you, like, for, you know, get all rebellious? Like, well, I'm going back and living with my brother, damn it. Yeah, that's right, yes. And cutting my hair <laughs> short and wearing lots of black. And yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, Up a, the queen. Yeah, and becoming yeah. a professional knitter, and yes. So, yeah. No, that came later, wait. No, yes, that, no. that was a later kind of rebellion. Oh, well. But, yeah. I was rebellious. I, I ran away with a group of Jesus freaks. Oh, really? When I was 14, okay. yeah. Okay, all right. We, we lived in Toledo and we ran away. Uh, I ran away. Okay. I and my best friend, Heidi, okay. with the Jesus freaks okay. called the Forever Family. Okay. And we ran away to Metuchen, New Jersey, where they were having a big Jesus freak like okay. meeting or something, right. convention. Okay. And I was there for almost a little over a month. Wow. Okay. And I called home to see how things were doing, and I found out that my favorite uncle had passed away, uh, my Uncle Jim Bob. So I, I came home with a group of Jesus Freaks who were driving back toward Toledo, and we broke down, and the police drove up to see if we needed help, and they saw us all get out of the van, and they said, is anyone here under 18? And I said, I am. <laughs> yes, because you don't know to say no. Yeah, yeah, so I had to go to the police station, they called my parents, okay. and that was my big rebellious moment. Okay. It was exciting. I think everybody needs to have a rebellious moment. I, I think so, too. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Going to New Jersey does seem fairly radical, though. So. It was Metuchen, New Jersey. Ooh, it was okay. really exciting. You have this book you're working on. What is the outdate for it? Do you know when it's? Mm, you're hoping to have it? It's sort of August next year, I think. August so. next year, excellent. Yeah. August, August 17. 17, yes. And who are you doing it with? Interweave again. Brilliant. So, yeah. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. you like working with them? Yeah, I do very they're, much. They've been great. They're They've lovely. been absolutely yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I have never, I've done a lot of designs with them. And I've done you know videos and all that stuff. I've never done a book with them. Mm. I'd like to, but I haven't. Yeah. It just yeah, yeah, it's yeah. never come up with the yeah, right thing. Yeah, it just it I mean, I did the sock book with them, which was great, and then the the pattern writing book, which has just come out in its second edition. Uh-huh. I actually self published the first edition because I honestly I, I didn't think that there was that big a market for it. I think it's a huge that seriously it's a huge market huge and market. so and one of the things you learn as self publishing is that it's hard to get distribution. It is. And yes. so Interweave wanted was interested in republishing it, so they've published the second edition, and it's great. So it's already already international, which is great. That's excellent. Um, so it's already in the UK, and it's places that I could never get the book. And yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite pleased with that. So really excited, and people really like the book, which is great. Um, and um, you know, Well, it's a great book. Thank you. Thank it's... You. it's um, 
I think I think like every knitting generation needs to have a good pattern writing book, but I think that's one that's going to stick around for a long time and Thank be you. really effective. Thank you. Well, I'm not aware of one that was that's been like that. I mean, there have been designing books. Yeah. But I, you know, I never found one that really covered the same material because this is not a design book right well it doesn't fill the same hole as like Ann Bud's book no not at yeah. all not at all and it's not supposed to be like that right right you know it's all about it really is quite literally how to write instructions um so uh you know and it's because I it's I teaching design it's too big a topic right yeah it's far too big a topic I can teach people how to design socks I can teach people how to design hats. I can teach people how to design mittens. I can sort of teach people how to design lace kind of a bit. But there are such broad topics that you can't really write a book about that. It's sort of like trying to teach people how to paint. You know, it's it's art, right? There's mechanics and then there's creativity. I totally agree with you. So, but pattern writing is different. And I'm well aware that I have a different skill set than a lot of people in this industry. Um, you know, for better or worse, there is some stuff that other people are way, you know, way better at than me. I'm not saying that I'm I'm really fantastic at all of this. No, but um, you know what your skill set is. Yeah, and so my thing is, I happen to be good at, you know, writing instructions, and I happen to be good at sort of thinking through how things should be presented, and so that's my technical writing background, and so that's the book is helping people with something that may not come naturally to them. So, if you were not teaching writing, you know, doing knitting stuff, if if your life started all over again, and you and and, and, and let's let's take knitting out of the picture, mm-hmm. you could do anything but not do knitting. What would you do? What would you pursue? What would be your your career, your alternate life career? So I'm currently obsessed with recipe writing. Oh, oh. And I wonder if I wouldn't have ended up doing something similarly in f- similar in food. Mm-hmm. Cause, so my bedtime reading at the moment is books about how to write recipes. Because <laughs> for me, there's all kinds of fascinating parallels as well, which is yes, really definitely. cool. Oh, definitely. Like, if I, if I could go back and do a PhD, if I was willing to be poor right. and starving and in my 20s again... I would want to do um, a, an in-depth study of instructional design as it relates to craft. Like, just think about how you articulate something that involves creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly what I just said about, you know, painting and things. Right. Like, because mm-hmm. cooking involves creativity, yes. too. And so how do you articulate something where there are instructions and precision required, but you need to allow room for variation right because it's 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 difficult when you begin approaching standardization right and then sometimes the standardization comes in the door creativity goes out the window right exactly so that stuff for me is absolutely fascinating i you know i wonder whether that wouldn't be my thing but i always loved clothes and i mean i made a lot of my clothes when i'm i was a teenager and i wonder if i wouldn't have ended up in Fashion. fashion or yeah. design fashion or, or something like making yeah or, or something like yeah. that or you know costume design as well you know may have been somewhere where I great. where I ended up so who knows yeah who yeah. knows so but it's funny but you know you listen to forces about I think uh, certainly I was I worried about being able to find work yeah mm-hmm. um and so I listened to sort of paid attention to things about being able to find work as opposed to being able to find my passion. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, work is good. Paying the bills is good. I like that. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes there needs to be a balance in life. So. Yeah. If you insist, paying yeah. the bills is okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Bills. bills. What? We yeah. have to figure that out one of these days. Yes. Exactly. So, <laughs> someone needs to pay. Yeah. So, yeah. So is there, um, you have the mitten book coming up, and you're teaching, where else are you teaching this year? So this year, uh, I am, after this, I'm going to Austin, Texas, which I'm really excited about, teaching for the Austin Knit and Crochet Guild. Austin's great. Yeah, everybody tells. And it's great, everybody's like, oh, you'll do, you'll be okay in Austin, was the way it was phrased. They were phrased, you'll be fine. It is Texas, but you'll be fine. 
It's it's the oasis. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited about Austin. Uh, I'm at Squam. Oh, again, oh. which is lovely. Uh, Squam is really lovely. Um, Maryland Sheep and Wool. Which oh, I'm you really are really very nice. About. Yeah, because I've been to Rhinebeck, but I haven't been to Maryland. So yeah, I'm excited about that. So. Yeah, I I would love to hear what you think about teaching there. I've never taught there, and I've wanted to. I've never. She can never apply. Yeah, but they actually they approached me. It was interesting because mm-hmm. I think that they had um, they wanted some salt classes. Oh, so, well, that um, makes perfect sense. So that sense. was very nice. Um, nice. So yeah, I was thrilled. So I'm really excited about Maryland. So, um, but yeah, no, I got some good stuff. And then every October, so this is the fifth year coming up. I teach at an event in Vancouver, and it's lovely. And the first time I went, it was a sm- it was a lovely, lovely small little intimate event, and it's run right. by two lovely women. The group's called Knits. The event's called Knit City, and they go by the name oh, yeah. of Knit Social. Yep. And they're really lovely, and they run such a wonderful event. And I keep going back. Oh, that's great! So nice. And it feels like a really nice a nice kickoff to the fall knitting season. It's always just the first weekend of October. Yeah. And Vancouver is just so pretty. I have never been. I've never it's been. Nice. It's nice. It's it's nice. I've heard it's just it's one of the most beautiful cities. It is. Well, it's got mountains like here, but then it also has the ocean. Uh-huh. So. And it's and it's my kind of weather. Yeah, I, it is. It's very I like temperate. the cool. Yeah, you know. it's, yeah, it's enormously temperate. Yeah. Uh, which is good, so. They don't get that terrible white stuff falling from the sky. Well, you know, some of us enjoy a little snow. Yeah, so. Kind of like Seattle. Yes, it's very well. I mean, it's, yeah. it's right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yes. Yes, and people are dressed in Gore-Tex in the same way that they are in Seattle, too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm always overdressed when I'm in, uh, in Vancouver. So. Really? Yes, because I'm not wearing sandals and a fleece. <laughs> <laughs> Do they wear socks? Yeah, they often do. Okay. They often do. With their sandals. With their sandals. With their sandals. Right? Yeah, naturally. Well, naturally. So, yes. That's fight and talk. Yeah. Okay. So, any? do you have any, any words of wisdom, anything that you would just like to chat about or mention, or like, you know, something that's just a, stuck in your craw about knitting, or something you wish everyone who was knitting would pay heed to, or just anything? Something brilliant. I don't want to put you on the spot, but... I'd like to call something yeah, really okay. brilliant so, right so what's now. what's interesting to me is, and this came up in the context of my sock classes today, because okay. I told you two sock classes to me, and I always ask the question, tell me your preferred way of making socks. Do you work on double points? Do you work on magic loop? Do you work mm-hmm. on two circulars? Are you a toe-upper or are you top-downer? Right. And it's really interesting to me to get people's responses because a lot of people, especially newer sock knitters, is, well, I learned such and such a way because they told me that was the best way of doing oh, it. Yeah. You know? And so my, my answer to people in my position, and I like to make a joke about it, I'll say, yeah. I knit toe up and top down. I go both ways. Yeah. You know? Um Depending on the city, that causes more or less laughter. Right. But, yeah. yeah. But, um... <laughs> You can't legally say that in Atlanta anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. I've, but I've been Just told saying. I'll be okay in Austin, right? In yeah. Austin, you'll be yeah. fine. Um, but no, but what I like to say to people is that you need to try lots of different methods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need to land on one that works best for you. And that relates to, I mean, combination knitting exactly. as well. It's do the thing that works best for you. And experiment, 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 and never be afraid of going out of your comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I I try, I, I support none of the, well, you must do this because, no. like, and, you know, people will say, well, Magic Loop is better. And I'll say, absolutely not. I'll say Magic Loop is fantastic for many things. Exactly. But... Other things are fantastic. Double points are fantastic for many things as well. Like exactly. There's no absolute better. There's better for you or better for a circumstance. Better or, for the yard, better for the project. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So try everything. Exactly. Try lots of things and form an opinion. I, I am so wishy-washy that way when I teach a class. And I wishy-washy because people yeah. want to pin me down on something. And I'm like, well, it depends. Yeah. And I just sound like, you know, I can't make up my mind. And, and what I'm trying to say to people is... Standardization, you know, like this cup is eight ounces. That's important when you're cooking. That's yeah, I want to have eight ounces. But when you pick one way and say this is the standard way, you know, right. yeah, exactly. top down with double pointed needles. When you say that's the standard way, it's a very short step from standard to the right way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I try to yeah. avoid any yeah. kind of standardization in yeah. those terms, you know, because I think as long as you grow you are interested and excited and it also keeps you from getting Alzheimer's. Right, you yeah, know? exactly. And there are 
you know, that's the great thing. There are different options, and these are all important tools to have in your toolkit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that I would. that's the thing. You know, don't... Don't believe that there's just one way of doing something. Well, you would never say to someone, there's only one way to love. There's only yes, one way exactly. to pray. Yeah, there's only one absolutely. way to, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And I used to work on Martha Stewart's TV show when it was a weekly TV show. And one of the things that was written to the script quite often that would make me a little bit crazy is she would begin an episode by saying, today we're going to learn the perfect way oh. to roast a turkey. It's like, there is no perfect way. Mm -hmm. There are very good ways, and one might be perfect for this bird and terrible for that bird. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, so I I really love it when people are more open-ended. Yeah, Yeah. all of that having been said, though, everybody should write patterns the way I tell them to, of course. Big smiley. You see, you can't put smileys in in podcasts. Yeah, no, this is just going to be loaded with emojis. Nothing but emojis. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Kidding, kidding. Wink, wink. Kidding. But that's, yeah, exactly. That's the interesting thing for me as well, because I'm also, I'm well aware I'm in this position, having published this book about how to write patterns. Right. That like, you know, I'm busy saying, be open to lots of options and there's lots of different ways of doing things. And it's like, but ultimately... As a designer, it's different being a knitter and being a designer. Yes, it is. Because being a knitter is about being creative and about trying lots of things. But as a designer, it's writing patterns is all about making sure that someone can be successful with your instructions. Exactly. Exactly. Those are a bit different. And what are your thoughts on charts? Love them. They're the best. Absolutely. However, 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 they don't work for everybody. No, they don't. No. They don't. So where possible... I like to include both in a pattern. I totally agree with you. Because it's about learning style. Exactly. And this is one of these things. So I was saying that it's important to me to be a teacher to feed into my editing. Yeah. Because it's... I, I've and I've never had a problem with charts. I'm mathematically inclined. Right. And charts just make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I know they don't for everybody. No. And you need to be reminded sometimes. I have a hard time with charts. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just and it's because I'm not mathematically inclined. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and I sometimes will write out for myself what the chart says and yeah. sometimes I can read them. It just yeah. depends. Absolutely. But it's, yeah. It's, and it and doesn't mean you're a bad knitter or a bad person or unintelligent or any of those things. It's about your learning style. It's, you know what, yeah. I had to, I took the, um, I was going to go to graduate school and I took the, the GMAT. Mm-hmm. My score for the GMAT for words and math was of course you can't see this on the podcast it was hugely different and they sat me down and they said well we want you to take a math class and I'm like well I know how to do math I mean I do math every day Mm -hmm. I manage the store I do this I do that but I that just the problems and the solving and Mm -hmm. this and I was just like oh my god it just makes your brain hurt Mm -hmm. and that that I, I sometimes yeah. I struggle with charts because oh, of that. Absolutely. And so yeah. it's, you know, as someone who's got good facility with charts, it's mm-hmm. nice to be reminded that not everybody does. And mm-hmm. so where possible, I try and include both. Sometimes it's simply not feasible. Exactly. Right. Sometimes it isn't. But I, in 99% of my patterns, I yeah, write out what do. the charts say yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like I have a better chance of maybe converting people to yeah, charts absolutely. too. If they can feel comfortable going back and forth. Well, and that's mm-hmm. it. And I often like to include both because some people can use one as a reference for right. the other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I teach people when I teach, because I teach a cab- cables and lace classes and stuff, and I always slip a bit of chart reading in there. Yeah. And I talk about use one to confirm the other. Yep. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not comfortable with charts, you can at least sort of squint at the chart and understand that it's, you're not reading it stitch by stitch, line by line, but it gives you a sense of the shape of what you're making, right? It, it's a symbolic representation of the right side of the fabric. Yeah, and it, exactly. it lets you envision yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so yeah. even if you're not reading individually, individual boxes, you get a sense of the big mm-hmm. picture. So, yeah. I, I had a person stand up in class. I think I was, think I was teaching in, where was it? I... I want to say Georgia. And someone stood up in one of my classes as I was discussing charts, and she said, charts are from the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I had to talk her down and explain, no, charts are not from the devil. Charts are from the devil. Charts have not come from the devil. She was was joking, but she kind of wasn't. Alcohol also come from the devil, so really, I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 The devil's a source of a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, right? Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. And I heard it on good authority, the devil never wears socks. Oh, right. Okay, all right. So, it well, it's so. quite warm where the devil lives. But yeah, but no, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it it's important to be inclusive. Yes. One of the things I've learned as well editing for Nitty is that our our audience is global. So we're dealing mm-hmm. with people whose first language is in English. Oh. And that's informed a lot of what I do as well. I hadn't even thought about that. Because, yeah, we use like casual use of language around things like the word right, right side versus right yes. side versus mm-hmm. right yes. side. Like right side could mean a whole bunch it's of things. It's so confusing. On the right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so confusing. So yeah, that's that's been interesting as well. So yeah. So yeah. So do you think ever in our lifetime we'll see verbiage on techniques change where the the actual end result of the technique is demonstrated by the name you know knit two together left and knit two together exactly. right? Are you thinking that's, about that's well I'm thinking about that yeah, about other possibly, things. Possibly maybe. Um, I talk about that in my classes, actually, because mm-hmm. I think that that's very sensible. Um, sadly, I think that you and I are going to lose on that one. Well, it's so ingrained. So ingrained. But a girl can hope. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there might be a blockbuster movie about knitting, and that could change everything. Yeah, that's true. Because the one, the what my bugbear on that one is, and if you've read the book... You will know this is so is <laughs> came up in class today. So there's this left leaning decrease that a conventional North American knitter uh, might know as abbreviated at as SSK. Right. Yes. Right. And so many times in a stitch glossary or I hear people name the stitch mm-hmm. as slip slip knit mm-hmm. and I will I have to be honest it makes my blood boil it's got to the point where I like I actually now get viscerally angry when I hear those three really? words it and it happened in today's class because someone looked at my pen and it said SSK and she leaned over to her neighbor and said what does it what's what does that stand for and her neighbor said slip slip oh, knit. No, so what did her she poor did? neighbor she slipped a stitch and slipped a stitch and knit the third one and then her stitches, stitch count didn't was, work. Yeah. Right? Um, and I like, it's, if I, and I say this regularly, if I could change one thing about the knitting world, it's that we've got to stop spelling that stitch name out. Mm-hmm. I think we have to stop telling people how they should do stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. that's why there's yeah. a, a te- techniques and abbreviation. You look it up yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I yeah. hate telling, yeah. like, knit one through the back loop. As in, oh, that's how you twist a stitch. Well, why not just say twist, twist a stitch? stitch? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think the abbreviation should be TTDS, twist the damn stitch. But <laughs> with, the, with the D, right? I'm yeah. not going to win that yes. one. No. Yeah, well, so TTDSMF. MF. Yes. M-O-U-S-C. Yes, exactly. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. MF stands for Mr. Friendly, right? Mr. Yes. Friendly, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Pitch, Mr. Friendly. Yes, exactly. Yes. Or Mr. Freeze if you watch Gotham. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, a, a friend who shall remain nameless gave me a button on which she had, she had got printed K-A-F-G-S, which we say it stands for knit a... Fair sized gauge swatch. Oh, very oh. nice. Or other words that begin with F. Very nice. <laughs> very nice. Yes. Because, you know, these people, I cast on 10 and I did a gauge swatch. Like, yeah, for the postage stamp, what are you talking about? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Get those needles out and cast yes. on 40. Yes. yes. Do, or, do a sleeve as a gauge swatch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or, yeah, if you're feeling less polite, F stands for something else. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes. So, yes. Anyway. People. Um, yeah, people. Get people. it together. Come really. on. Yes. Now really. I love them all. Yes. But that that the, the whole decrease thing came up, and in my combination class, I actually throw some charts at them, <laughs> just simply because as I'm explaining about the left and the right decrease, I show them the symbols. <clears throat> yeah, and it just connects. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. I'm like, you don't even have to look at the symbol, and in your head translate into, oh, that's knit two together. Look at the symbol, and the symbol says your needle goes in that direction. And nice. so that's, it, it's good because I do see the lights come on at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people who seriously doubted me begin to listen to me and go, no, I'm mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. They put but the pitch but down. Again, back to what we were saying. It's all about options. Don't let anybody it, tell you there's one right way of doing things. It's absolutely true. And I have had, in both classes today, I had more than one person tell me that recently, like very recently in the last year, mm. 
they were told by someone they were knitting wrong. One of them was a combination knitter. One of them was a left-handed knitter. Uh, and they yeah. were told by people that they'd taken classes with. And this is not like local yarn store. This is oh, this really? is classes at a convention. And they were told by a knit teacher, I can't teach you if you're going to knit that way. Ooh. And I felt so bad for them. Yeah. I really felt bad for yeah. them. Because if you're getting money to teach knitting, you should yeah. be able to teach. Yeah. If someone walks in left-handed. Teach all the yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, a big yeah. deal. It yeah. really isn't. I will confess, though, that I have encountered a knitter who learned to knit like two weeks ago. Oh, heavens. And oh, she's wrapping her pearls in the combination manner. Right. I will, I will switch her to a conventional North okay. American knitter. Because you want to make her life easier. Yeah, I want to make her life. E- I want her to be able to read patterns. Yeah, because she's not at the stage, right? Where and and you know, if I had run into someone who was just starting to knit, I well, I, I have an online class that I mm-hmm. teach, but I also have a free online class for knitting, and I do Western and I do combination in that mm-hmm. because I want people to see the differences. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, but it gives me a, it gives me an opportunity to talk about the differences and the way that I present it. Right, is you will find. That as you're building your knitting skills, this is a simpler way of doing it. It's the conventional North North American way of doing it. And it lines up with the way the patterns are conventionally written. And that's my position to them. So at no point do I say it's wrong. But I say you'll have an easier time as a beginner knitter if you do this. Um, And then I point them in your direction. But it's interesting for me as a challenge because I feel sort of a responsibility to, I don't, you you can't say they're knitting wrong because they're not knitting wrong. Right. Um, But I also know that what's going to happen is that they need the the context Mm -hmm. to be able to interpret the instructions in the way that they're presented. And this woman, she'd been knitting literally for two weeks, and she didn't have context. Oh, she self-taught. She teach yeah. herself. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, was a, it was a YouTube misunderstanding. So yeah, yeah. YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> I I have more self-taught knitters in my class. Mm-hmm. I think probably than anyone else because yeah. the self-taught knitters glom onto combination because yeah, it's absolutely. what a lot of them just automatically do. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah, in exactly. many ways, it's so, it, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's an interesting challenge because you don't want to discourage, you don't want to put no, not at all. And you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I, you know, and I was also making a judgment call on the spot about sort of her ability to kind of handle a complex pattern. Well, too. there's that too because if it's someone like I've had new knitters who are, I, I learned this on combination, and they immediately get yeah, you wrap the yarn around the needle one way. And that impacts how the stitch sits in the following row. Exactly. Some people, I could, I could spell it out into their hand like Annie Sullivan and act it out and show them a movie, and they still aren't 100% getting it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And they will get it someday, but yeah. you can't get it until you're ready to get it. Yeah. No, exactly, exactly. And but, yeah, we should never be telling people they're doing it wrong because they're, well, unless they are doing it wrong. Right. No, wrong, if, right? if they're getting exactly. fabric they don't like, if it's hurting their hands, if, if yeah, you exactly. know, all of that is, yeah. is indication that you're not doing it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But if you're getting the fabric that you like and your hands feel good, exactly. and then yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. it differently. Well, and yeah, and this particular woman, what was happening was her... Her in the round and look, uh, look stocking out looked different than her flat stocking out, and it's like so. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't at the stage where she was able to recognize the difference, and so there's a whole bunch of stuff wrapped up in it. And it was an interesting, for me, it was an interesting challenge as an instructor. Just what's the most helpful way for her to address that? So yeah, good. Keeps me on my toes. Well, this has been fascinating. I found I'm gonna, it. Thank you. I'm gonna bring this to an end. Because it's been... Well, I'm just about done my toes, so... Well, I was trying to get this, you know, to... I was trying to time it. So Thank that, you. No, it's good. It's yeah, good. it's good. Because you've been just, you know... Just good. journeying along on that. Well, yeah, it's good. I'm so that. damn fast. What's that. the content on this here? This is... I think it's 80-20. It's really... Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's It's got a lovely, lovely hand. It's one of those sort of sock yarns. It does have nylon in it, so it will definitely, yep. definitely last. Yep, exactly. Which is nice. I'm all about the sock yarns with nylon in them. I am too. Or, or something strengthening. We were talking about right. I mean, sock yarns with silk are really, really gorgeous yes. too. You know, the yep. bamboo is nice too. But, you know, I like a good workhorse yarn. I, nothing is sadder than spending so much time on something and then have it fall apart, exactly. you know, exactly. Exactly. two months later. So, yes.
You've been listening to the Modenit Yarn Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed it. The music in the show is Manchester Mystery by Brett Van Donsel, used with Creative Commons license. Sign up at iTunes to hear all of our podcasts, and you can visit our website at www.modenityarn.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter, all using Mode Knit Yarn. Copyright 2016.